The new normal, it's a term we've heard so much lately, but how have the changes in our lifestyle in 2020 affected the world of freelancing? The COVID-19 pandemic has impacted everyone in every country around the world and freelancers too are feeling the strain. We'll discuss how freelancers have adapted in these strange times, working through lockdowns, losing clients and keeping yourself in shape physically, financially and mentally through adversity. Newsflash 2, the 100k Freelancer Club is now live. We're dead excited to welcome you on board. I hope you are too. And we'll discuss it a little bit more later on in the podcast because this is, of course, the 100k Freelancer Club podcast. It's great to have you with us. My name's Niall. And as always, to chat with me, we've got Jacob Brickle. Hello, JB. Hello, mate. How are you doing today? (laughs) I'm very well. I'm very well, actually. Yeah, pretty good. It's been a while since we've done a little podcast, but um, the world has turned upside down in 2020. Um, We were quite excited for this year, weren't we? Start of a new decade, start of a fresh year for us, lots of plans, lots of projects. And then this horrible disease called COVID-19, coronavirus, has reared its ugly head and has turned the world upside down. And... It's really sad to see how many people have been affected by this in more than one way, not just the tragic loss of life. And it's really sad to see the amount of people who have died of this horrible, horrible disease, but also the way it's impacted people's mental health, people's finances, people's general well-being and their day to day lives. I mean, when coronavirus first came on the scene, we all knew it was serious. But here we are in October now in 2020 the virus has been here since January and probably in Europe since about March or February and it's just the whole world has changed the way of life as we know it mate it's completely changed oh mate completely everything has been turned upside down and I I remember when uh, at the start of the, the the coronavirus like when it was just I mean in January it was just memes right everyone was just memeing about our oh, coronavirus like somebody had a bit of a cough oh you got coronavirus mate and then like what four or five weeks later you're coming into like March and I was here in Spain the government's like right we're going into lockdown it's just two weeks you know keep your heads down everybody like behave for two weeks don't spread the virus and we'll be all good and then I think I was in that lockdown for two and a half months <laughs> poke my head out the other side a completely different person <laughs> plenty of sangria consumed along the way oh 100% mate I discovered <laughs> red wine I discovered <laughs> red wine in that quarantine yeah 100% <laughs> I mean well it's not just affected freelancers which is obviously what we're going to talk about it's affected everyone employed self-employed casual workers contracted people it's affected absolutely every employment type that I can think of personally, there's only a very few lucky, and let's mention that lucky businesses and industries that have been unaffected or even benefited through this pandemic. Freelancers on the whole, mate, have been largely affected. I've been affected. My industry of of media uh, and football ground to a halt and took a while for that to get back going again. Um, For instance, marketing budgets were absolutely decimated. People weren't spending money on things like marketing campaigns, graphic designers, advertising and stuff like that. So the freelancer world has certainly clubbed together in terms of being a community and looking out for each other and getting everyone through this because it's been rough. Well, mate, it's been terrible. But I think there's like two sides of the coins. Like I went into the COVID pandemic and basically we were working. 
I was working with a number of big companies and the big companies instant response was just what well, the, the industries that we were working in just slashed their advertisement budgets completely. So in my field, that was, you know, that's terrible news for me. It was awful. But then at the same time, all of these other businesses were jumping to come online. So they had a massive increase uh, in marketing budget. And I think what's happened is probably there's been a massive influx of freelancers because obviously people have been in the UK anyway, people have been furloughed, right? People have lost their jobs, people have had their like contracts terminated. So now there's a lot of people or more people unemployed or more people like furloughed sat around and doing nothing. So there's been like a big, uh, a big boost in the number of freelancers, which is good for obviously the, the, the community, for us, but it also means more competition, right? So when, you, when you're trying to obtain clients or when you're on like freelancer websites and stuff like that, I, I'm just finding recently that the number of competition is like just intensified massively. So it's now more important mm. than ever to, you know, get your personal branding on point, uh, have your portfolio in shape and all this sort of stuff because it's just not as easy as it once as it once was. And I think it's, it's difficult as well in a lot of industries that aren't online. I think if you're a digital freelancer right now, uh, so if you work in like the digital marketing space, you're in development of any kind like web, um, app development, stuff like that. There's a super high demand for it because these are the big businesses that are pushing forward as well. But then anything, like I can't imagine what it must be like to be like a wedding photographer right now. Like it must be extremely, mm, dreadful. Extremely or even like a, a choreographer or a dance teacher or a freelance coach of some sort. I mean, especially when you're not allowed to go out and everything's kind of ground to a halt. You know, it's been sort of dreadful really for them people. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like what can you do? Like when... Uh, like the restrictions that are in place right now in the different countries around the world actually restrict you from doing your job, right? If you're not allowed, you know, to have weddings and stuff like that, then how can you do your job as a wedding photographer? I mean, you know, it's pretty awful. But if we if we try and steer this into something more specific, like how is this, like we, we've been operating in what COVID times for say, what, six, seven months now, something like that, since it got real serious. I mean, how, what was the process for you? like? Like going through, like, did it start off bad? You sort of recovered? Is it sliding again? How do you see, like, what was your experience like and how do you think it's going to be moving forward? I think it's a really important question and a really important thing that we discuss this because we, as we've mentioned on the podcast before, being a freelancer is a bit of a gift because you're quite privileged in the sense that you can kind of pick and choose when you work if you manage your time correctly, which is, of course, partly what we're trying to coach people on the 100k freelancer club course which we'll discuss later on in the show but it's more about the fact that you do have that luxury and that freedom to okay I don't want to work on Tuesday because I'm going to go and watch uh, a movie at the cinema and I'm going to spend an afternoon with my girlfriend on a date or I'm going to go and see my friends and have a few beers so I might be a bit hung over that day and I don't really want to do any work so I'm going to I schedule myself <laughs> <laughs> times have changed my friend times have changed <laughs> um, but let's be honest it's important that you know, people do do that and they do get out there and they experience their lives because that's the fun of being a freelancer is that you can pick and choose the hours that you work. You can make sure that you are flexible. However, I think it's important to mention, as we've said on previous shows, that if you're working from home and a lot of freelancers, for them, not much would have changed through lockdown. They still would have been working from home just like they were before, but they've lost the key element, which is the ability to get out 
and get away from your office. If your home is your office, the ability to be able to leave your house, go for a wander, go for a run, watch a movie, go for those beers, like I said, that ability to do that has been stripped away through lockdown for a lot of people that weren't able to leave their houses because of the restrictions that have been imposed by various governments and organisations. And that's really, really difficult. Now, I found that really tough because... I'm quite lucky that even though I do work freelance, I've also got an employed job. So I'm actually quite sound uh, financially, which I touch wood for. And I'm very, very thankful at this moment in time. But also that took away from me my ability to go to an office. Now, some people, some freelancers like to use co-working spaces. Um, We spoke to people on the podcast before who enjoy working co-work, who enjoy using co-working spaces. You're one of the people that enjoys using co-working spaces. Obviously, that ability to do that uh, is gone. So any sort of mobile office or mobile traveling unit was brought to an end. You know, you were kind of penned in, stuck wherever you were at the time where the virus struck. There were a lot of people rushing to get flights back home and whatnot. So, you know, it was a tough time for everyone. And staying at home 24 hours a day for an indefinite period of time is not healthy. It's not healthy. No, and I think it just murders productivity as well. 100%. Like, you have to be really aware of the fact that it will destroy your productivity like working at home living at home being at home like all the time like it just drives you insane so you have to do basically what you can do and just you know separate your working hours from your non-working hours and separate your work area from like your play area you don't want to do like I fell into a pretty bad trap at the start where it's like Obviously, I didn't know coronavirus was coming, so I made this great setup in my room for, like, you know, I'm a, I'm a big gamer. So I had this huge, like, massive, like, two, three meter long desk with, like, all my different, like, monitors, PCs, setup, mic, streaming equipment, stuff like that. It was lit. I was loving it. So after I come back from my co-working space, you know, jump in there, just game with the boys for the afternoon, whatever, it was like, you know, that was what I wanted. But then as as the coronavirus hit, I just sort of used that as my office and I'm not gonna lie for about two weeks right this desk and this setup was approximately (laughs) 1.1 meters away from my bed so I would get out of bed I would literally just turn roll take one step with my long ass lanky legs sit down at the computer stay there for about eight nine hours turn around take another big step back and go to sleep and i, I, I think i've done that like Do you know every day for like two weeks but you're right in terms of productivity mate it's it's a nightmare because some people it can go either way it can go one way as if you don't do any work because you've got the distractions of your games console and netflix and youtube and you've got all of these distractions and it could even go the other way where people almost work themselves into the ground because like i've mentioned before they are just a matter of meters away from their laptops it's not like they've left an office and everything that they do at work is back at work it is very much they've got their laptops with them they're remote working and almost the temptation to indulge in more work and working yourself into the ground can be can be bigger and that that's even more dangerous when the ability to go out and blow off some steam is taken away that is exactly exactly what happened to me was um about two weeks into the well, when the lockdown happened, I said to myself, I was like, right, no Netflix, no games, no nothing. Like, this is the biggest. I'm into stocks and trading as well. So I was like, this is the biggest financial opportunity of our lives. You know, I can't do anything. I can't go out. I can't see my friends. Can't do nothing. So I'm just going to use this time to work, 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 work. And I think, obviously, because at the time they just said it was two weeks and then it was another two weeks and there was another two weeks and another two weeks. 
And I think by the fourth week of probably working like 16 hours every single day, doing nothing but working, I got so ill. Like, not coronavirus, it was just like my throat was just completely, completely covered in pus. You were run down. Um, yeah, I was just completely destroyed. And then it allowed, basically... I, I mean, I haven't got the... Well, I say I haven't got the best immune system. I've probably got the immune system of, I don't know, a stone. Um, but, yeah, when I get <laughs> Which down, has no I get immune really... system whatsoever because it's <laughs> yeah, a stone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I was basically a walking bag of pus for a couple of weeks. And I, I, I may have worked really hard, like worked my ass. I've got a load of stuff done in four weeks. But I had to take three weeks off to recover because I was so ill. Uh, yeah. And I needed to, like, calm down from, like, a burnout. So it, it's not like... In, even now I'm feeling the same thing like there's so many opportunities in like the market so many opportunities in like the field I'm working in I'm working on so many different like projects right now and everything's showing like massive potential and and at the moment I feel like I'm always on like the cusp of something you know and I feel this is probably like what a lot of freelancers go through as well like you feel like you're on sort of the edge of your big break you know you just got to push it that little bit further like some you know stuff's been going well but you want it to be going better and you just you're always chasing you're never achieving like it just feels like that at the moment for me and I think it's Mm. just a good time to just stand back and just relax and be like look What's the worst that can happen if I just work, you know, yeah. an hour, two hours less a day just to chill out? I'll probably be more productive anyway. And I think... Do you know what I've struggled with? I've struggled with earning money, but not really being able to spend it how I want. Now, obviously, I could go onto Amazon and binge order whatever I wanted to binge order. But, I mean, I always feel like when you're a freelancer, particularly, you've got this money coming in and you're managing your finances. Um, and the reason you're making money is to be able to spend it on the things you enjoy and you can't do the things you enjoy because everything's closed everything's locked up because there's a lockdown going on and I think that that can be a really really tough mindset or mental state to get yourself out of thinking that I'm working for nothing I feel like I'm working for nothing for other people I understand that it's probably been more difficult than that it is right I've got to work to pay my bills because the clients have dried up and things like that now I think it's important to mention that for both of us, we've been okay because a lot of focus did swivel from, you know, billboards in terms of advertising. I'm speaking now billboards and bus stops and the side of taxis. It swiveled from that to the online landscape and the online marketplace. So a lot of focusing was taking place on social media campaigns and things like that in order to get people to, you know, kind of spend money. Netflix and things like that, like Tiger King was big, wasn't it, during lockdown and stuff like that. People talking about all the different Netflix shows that they've been watching. And I think it's important that we mentioned that some people have found it really tough in terms of losing clients. I mean, would you have a message to those people and how to kind of uh, keep themselves confident, pick themselves up, dust themselves off and, uh, and not give in just yet? And I know it might seem bleak with everything that's going on and it still does, even for me, it feels really bleak at this moment in time regarding coronavirus. But I mean, what what's the kind of overriding message? For me, it would be just hang on in there, hang on in there and, and back yourself because you would have become a freelancer in the first place because you're good enough and you're worthy enough to do the job. I think there's a lot of imposter syndrome that goes around, if you know what I mean, where people feel that like they're not good enough to do the job because the clients have dried up when actually it might not even be their fault. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, we talk about imposter syndrome quite a lot um, on the course. But I I would say two key messages. In one is 
don't be reactive and panic. So when you lose clients, and you probably, if you're losing clients now, it's probably at a faster rate than ever before because they don't have the money to pay you because of the impact of COVID on their business. And uh, two is you need to automate basically your client acquisition. And by this, I just mean like you need a system of where you know exactly how much it costs you to get a new client and exactly how much time it takes you to get a new client. Because at the moment, I mean, clients are, you know, a, a bit hit and miss, especially with um, the, the, the current situation. Like you don't know if they're going to have the money to pay you, if they're going to be the right client or stuff like that. So you're going to need to start vetting your clients a bit more than before, like see how has their business been affected by COVID? Is it going to continue to be negatively effective? Is there good opportunities for them? So are they a good client for you? Um, and then you just need a system in place um, just to be able to, and, it, and this might be as simple as bidding on freelancer.com, on Upwork, mm. and just tracking the data. So just have a look, go into the dashboard, just have a look. Okay, so for every 10 bids I make, I get one job. Um, and it takes me approximately, you know, a week to make those 10 bids and a week to apply. So it takes me 10 bids and two weeks to get one more client. So if, if this project, or I'm feeling that, you know, this project's gonna end because their business is a bit shaky in two weeks time, you know, you need to start looking now. Or like if you feel like it's gonna end in four weeks time, you know, you need to start looking for that new client in four weeks time. And then what I'd also say as well is, this is a trap that I always used to fall into, always used to fall into. And it's that when you start to lose clients, you start to over service the, the remaining clients that you have, right? So you either a, feel guilty that you haven't done a good enough job for the, the, the clients that left and then try and work even harder and give even more of your time to um, your existing clients that you know aren't paying you for the extra time. And then, or B, because you've got more time, so say you've got two clients, right? You know, one takes 50% of your time, the other takes 50% of your time. One leaves, but to fill that time, because you don't want to feel guilty by doing nothing, you just spend 100% of the time working for client one for the same amount of money. That time that you lose, or that time that you gain rather from losing clients, should be spent towards obtaining other clients. Don't fall into the trap of just working more for your existing clients for the same amount of money because it makes you feel mm. better, because it makes you feel like you're working. That is not gonna progress you in your freelance career. That's not gonna get more in your portfolio. It's not gonna get you know more money in your bank account. All that's gonna do is just make the employer, make the, the client believe that they can work you more and more and more. They can squeeze you more and more and more. So. Yeah, I think those are just the, the, the points that I would say to all freelancers out there that are experiencing the loss of clients um, at the moment. And I, and I would say as well is that you do want to be, like I said, there's an influx of freelancers to the market right now. So you need to make sure you're as competitive as possible. So your portfolio needs to be up to scratch, your branding, your messaging. Um, you know, get those client testimonials, get those client videos, be reaching out to more people than ever before. And yeah, you just really need to be proactively trying to combat the whole situation we're in at the moment. Yeah, definitely. And I think you mentioned the likes of Upwork and Freelancer and People Per Hour. Those websites actually helped me a lot during lockdown. Um, 
taken on work from different clients and things when stuff did start to dry up that was very very useful for me those websites so certainly don't be shy of going and checking out those i mean things like fiverr as well always really useful to get yourself out there and yeah put your fingers in as many pies as possible and get yourself out there i hope everyone is listening to this podcast keeping well physically financially mentally (laughs) and we're in a pretty good mood as well because the 100k freelancer club website is now live jb we've done it we're dead excited for it because finally. it's finally been launched. <laughs> it's been oh, something that's taken a God, while. This has been our project for, I reckon, a year and a half now. Like, we put so much energy, so much effort into making this course. And we're kind of, you know, me and you both are kind of like perfectionists and we just want to make sure everything's right before it's there. I know we're always talking about to each other, like, oh, we're planning this lesson and we've done this and how's this? And it just, with the interruptions of COVID to our actual freelancing careers and our actual careers and stuff like that as well, it's just, this is our baby and it's finally out in the world for everybody to go and benefit from. So you can head over to 100kfreelancersclub.com. You can sign up. For free, for your free trial, go through, let us know what you think of the course. There is a ton of content and new content every single month, new lessons. So we're covering everything from the basics of being a freelancer, the finances of being a freelancer, making sure you understand everything there is to do with cash flow, gross profit, everything there is to do with inbound marketing, outbound marketing, social presence, LinkedIn, Facebook everything navigating your way through the jungles that are freelancer.com and all these other freelance marketplaces and looking after your mental health your fitness everything there is to do with freelancing is here and this is how we teach you along with other special guests how to become a 100k freelancer so i highly 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 recommend going over there we would love it love it if you signed up. <laughs> this is so 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 much effort has gone into this so much effort and there are people already over there that have signed up that are kind of taking the most of their free trial making the most of their free trial i should say already people that have joined the discord server go over to the 100k freelancer club website make sure you go and give it a nice little sign up and um that would mean a lot to us well i, I hope that you're all right jb um i hope you're not covered in pus and covered in red wine and whatever else you've been covered in throughout the course of lockdown um i know that spain was affected pretty badly Uh, obviously you're a a uk citizen but you live in spain so i mean what's the kind of pandemic been like over there how's it how's it looking at this moment in time because the uk currently at the time of recording this podcast we're looking at possibly experiencing a second spike rumors of a second lockdown um that could almost be a hammer blow to some freelancers a lot of people kind of praying that the government doesn't go down that route how are things looking from your perspective well i just jump in and say that obviously it's the first of october right now so people are listening to this in the future i mean right now life kind of feels like normal and by normal i say like you know living in the new norm the the only things are restrictions on time so it's similar to the uk where uh everything has to shut at a certain time here it's 12 o'clock but i think that's because the culture generally in spain like people go out a lot later some people don't even go out to eat until 10 11 o'clock at night so that's probably why spain get the uh the extra two hours but i mean here you can start i don't know any of the official statistics i try and keep myself from looking at that because otherwise I just kept paranoid and annoyed that we're going to get you know go into another lockdown and I don't want to be living in fear of that I'd rather just be able to you know focus on my work and focus on positive things rather than all the negative news surrounding that but I mean it, it is much better like now before because obviously when when the lockdown ended and everybody came like was allowed out 
it was kind of it was kind of scary like you you go into the supermarkets and they'd be wearing like hazmat suits and stuff and i'd be like i feel like i've been living in fallout 4 or something like that it was it was crazy <laughs> mate and, and, and i think that just instilled a lot of fear into everybody and stuff like that but now it's it's a bit more relaxed now like people are more relaxed about the situation but i mean here it's illegal like you have to wear a mask otherwise you're going to get um, like a fine and stuff from mm. the police uh, everywhere in public. I know in England it's just in the shops and bars, right? But yeah, here it's everywhere. You have to wear a mask. I just wanted to say that I hope everyone's keeping well and keeping safe. Would love it if you signed up to the 100K Freelancer Club. Go over to the website, check out the social media pages as well and just hope that everyone keeps themselves safe and keeps themselves in good shape physically, financially, mentally. It's really important to look after yourself. Money's great and we all love a bit of money in the bank, but keeping yourself healthy, fit and healthy, physically and mentally is probably more important than finances, in my opinion. Or, Well, I would argue it definitely is. So make sure you look after yourself first and foremost. And I hope that you do the same, JB. It's been good to chat to you again, mate. Yep, and you. Hope you keep keeping uh, fit and healthy as well. But I'll close out the podcast here for a second. Thanks, everybody, uh, for listening. And, yeah, one last time, one last promotion. I know we've promoted the absolute balls out of it, this podcast, but we're so proud of it. Go over to the 100kfreelancerclub.com, sign up for free, and let us know what you think. And we'll catch you in the next one. Mm-hmm.